As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! You shall not pass! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we talk the end of the Jurassic era with Jurassic World Dominion. Blue, you had a baby. That's impossible. Hey, girl. You look just like your mother. I promise you, I am going to get her back. Genetic power has now been unleashed. We made a terrible mistake. The doomsday clock might be about out of time. A baby raptor? I made a promise we would bring her home. You made a promise to a dinosaur. Yeah. What? See? Not so bad. For years after the destruction of Isla Nublar, dinosaurs now live and hunt alongside humans all over the world. This fragile balance will reshape the future and determine once and for all whether human beings are to remain the apex predators on a planet that they now share with history's most fearsome creatures in a new era. Written by the team of Emily Carmichael and Colin Trevorrow and directed by Colin Trevorrow, Jurassic World Dominion stars Chris Pratt as Owen Grady, Bryce Dallas Howard as Claire Deering, Laura Dern as Ellie Sattler, Sam Neill as as Alan Grant, Jeff Goldblum as Ian Malcolm, and features DeWanda Wise, Mamadou Athi, Isabel Sermon, Campbell Scott, B.D. Wong, Omar Sy, Justice Smith, and Daniela Pineda. Wow, friends, let me tell you before we kick into this thing that critics absolutely despise this movie. At the time of recording, it is currently sitting at a measly 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. But what does that mean for your review, Brian? You're a critic. Don't worry, baby birds, I got you. Jurassic World Dominion wraps up Colin Trevorrow's trilogy by bringing back the stars of the original 1993 Jurassic Park and its subsequent sequels and does its absolute best to tie everything Jurassic that we've seen on the big screen into a nice, neat bow. And he does a pretty good job of it. First and foremost, let's start with this story. The story is actually about five different stories tied together. There's a kidnapping plot, a spy story, an insect apocalypse, a buddy comedy, and of course, a dinosaur adventure all rolled into one. It's no surprise that critics don't like this movie. In fact, if you haven't seen all of the previous Jurassic movies, you won't like this movie either. But then again, why are you going to see the sixth film in a franchise if you haven't seen the previous movies? But that's besides the point. The acting in this movie is decent and what you've come to expect from everybody that I named. Series rookies like Campbell Scott and Mamadou Athi both fit the scene very, very well. Musically, well, this is Jurassic Park meets Jurassic World, so you can expect the newer soundtrack mixed with the classic John Williams score. But where this movie really nails it out of the park is its CGI. There are so many beautifully designed 
Biden dinos that took what we knew in 1993 and combined that with what we've learned over the last 29 years that it took us to get here. Now listen, this movie is a bit of a dog's breakfast. The mishmash of storylines combined with the crazy CGI, massive set pieces and plot holes make me empathize with the critics that are destroying this movie. But I don't think like them. I look at the sheer entertainment value and tell you in a grade school style if this movie is indeed worth watching. And I enjoyed it a lot. In fact, this movie definitely ranks higher than Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and even Jurassic Park 3. It's not as bad as I was expecting. If you're a fan of this series, you need to finish it out and you know it. There's so many nods to previous films that I repeatedly had a smile on my face and that's what going to the movies should be all about. I give Jurassic World Dominion a B+. It finally feels like summer out there, so get out and enjoy the weather. But before you do, the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are always welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with some upcoming projects. Deadline is reporting that the long-rumored Thunderbolts movie is moving forward from Marvel Studios, and it's believed that Jake Schreier will direct the film from a script from Black Widow's Eric Pearson. For those that are unaware, the Thunderbolts are much like the Suicide Squad and are a team of supervillains that team up to fight the world's biggest threats. And while development is still in the early stages, Deadline's Justin Kroll believes that characters like Yelena Belova, Taskmaster, the US Agent, Baron Zemo, the Abomination Ghost, and the Winter Soldier could all show up. The report also mentions that Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross may be involved, but considering William Hurt passed away earlier this year, the role would need to be recast. In the land of DC, ever since Todd Phillips' Joker movie earned more than a billion dollars worldwide, rumors of a sequel have been floating around. While it has now been confirmed that not only is the film in production, that it also has a title. Joker Folia 2, starring Joaquin Phoenix, is currently in production. The French term refers to a madness shared by two and is a psychiatric syndrome in which symptoms of a delusional belief and sometimes hallucination are transmitted from one individual to another. It was also reported that last week, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav has asked Todd Phillips to do more in the DC universe and potentially act as an advisor. Another sequel that's been long in development hell is the sequel to 1988's Beetlejuice. After many iterations since 1990, the current word around Hollywood is that Brad Pitt's production company Plan B Entertainment is now producing the sequel that's rumored to begin filming this summer. Original star Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder are both reprising their roles in the film, which will also currently feature Johnny Depp. The only information currently in available is one that's posted on the film's IMDb page, but much like Wikipedia, IMDb pages can be updated by anybody. The synopsis currently on the site reads that Tim Burton reprises his role as director, which finds Beetlejuice homeless in the netherworld. He takes it upon himself to travel back to the mortal world seeking comfort, only to find the Maitland house blown up due to a gas leak, leaving our beloved characters without a humble home to share the love. In search of guidance, the crew travels down to the netherworld, only to find there's a new sheriff in these parts, the Jersey Devil, played by Will Arnett. Through a surprising turn of events, the self-known ladies' man, Beetlejuice learns that the Jersey Devil is a 
his long-lost son through one of his numerous love affairs. The synopsis goes on to introduce a character played by David Harbour, however, none of this has been confirmed by anybody in the production. In other upcoming projects, it's time to kick ass and chew bubblegum because Legendary Entertainment is currently in production on a Duke Nukem film. Duke Nukem revolves around the titular hero, who programmers modeled after 1980s action heroes like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dirty Harry, and John Wayne. Armed with lots of guns and one-liners, Duke Nukem fights an alien invasion in Los Angeles while traversing strip clubs, moon bases, spaceships, and more. As of now, the film does not have a writer, nor a director, nor star. Over in casting news, Julia Garner from Netflix's Ozark is currently expected to play Madonna in the upcoming biopic. The project is being co-written and directed by Madonna herself. In the rumor mill, during his press tour for Top Gun Maverick, Jerry Bruckheimer was asked about a couple of sequels to some pretty major projects. First and foremost, he was asked about a sequel to Top Gun Maverick, to which Bruckheimer said he wasn't ruling out the possibility. However, he's content to watch Maverick soar beyond expectations. He said, quote, let's ride this wave. In regards to the National Treasure follow-up, Bruckheimer did say that he is working on a National Treasure 3, despite the fact that Disney plans to launch a series based on the property for Disney+. Plus. Over in the land of streaming, this past week, a trailer was released for the upcoming film titled Prey, which is a new entry in the Predator franchise that will come to the streaming services on August 5th. There's something out there. I'm coming with you. You can't. I'm trying to protect you. Protect me from what? In Canada, Prey is expected to release on Disney Plus on the same day. The film is set in the Comanche Nation 300 years ago and is the story of a young woman named Nauru who is a fierce and highly skilled warrior. She has been praised in the shadow of some of the most legendary hunters who roam the Great Plains, so when danger threatens her camp, she sets out to protect her people. The prey she stalks and ultimately confronts turns out to be a highly evolved alien predator with a technically advanced arsenal, resulting in a vicious and terrifying showdown between the two adversaries. Over at Netflix, Uma Thurman and Henry Golding have both joined the cast of Netflix and Skydance's The Old Guard 2, the sequel that also stars Charlize Theron, Kiki Lane, Matthias Schoenertz, Marwen Kanzeri, and more. The Old Guard debuted on Netflix in June 2020 and had 186 million views in its first 28 days of release. The story, which is based on a comic book series by Greg Rucka, follows a band of immortal mercenaries led by a warrior named Andy. They've been protecting the mortal world for centuries using their extraordinary abilities. But when they're suddenly exposed, it's up to Andy and Niall to join their ranks and help the group eliminate the threat to those seeking to replicate and monetize their power. Netflix also announced this week that the upcoming sequel to Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe Revelation will be released entitled Masters of the Universe Revolution. Coming from Mattel Television and Powerhouse Animation, Masters of the Universe Revolution will pick up where Revelation left off as it finds He-Man and Skeletor facing off as you've never seen them before. Mark Hamill has already teased his involvement in the new season earlier this year, tweeting out that he was back in the studio recording Skeletor voiceovers. It was also announced this past week that there is not only one, but two Ghostbusters animated series in production at Netflix by Sony Pictures Animation. The first series is being executive produced by writer-director Jason Reitman and co-writer Gil Keenan, while a second series that's in development with all new characters and a whole new take is being held by Jennifer Kluska and Chris Prinosk and written by Brenda Sue. As of now, no other information regarding either animated series is currently available. 
Over at Prime, a number of actors have jumped on to Ben Affleck's upcoming film about the world of Nike. Viola Davis, Jason Bateman, Chris Tucker, Marlon Wayans, Chris Messina, Ben Affleck himself, and of course, Matt Damon. Matt Damon are all featured in the project. The currently untitled drama will tell the story of how Maverick sneaker salesman Sonny Vaccaro, played by Matt Damon, led a fledgling running shoe company called Nike in its pursuit of the most transformative athlete in the history of sports, Michael Jordan. Affleck will portray Nike co-founder Phil Knight in the story surrounding Nike's long-shot effort to sign Jordan to its shoe company in the mid-80s, an endorsement that seemed impossible at the time, but which would become the most significant relationship between an athletic brand and an athlete and launch the global multi-billion dollar contemporary sneaker industry. On September 15th, Nike created a revolutionary new basketball shoe. On October 18th, the NBA threw them out of the game. Fortunately, the NBA can't stop you from wearing them. Air Jordans from Nike. And finally, just one week after its season three premiere, Prime Video has announced that they have renewed the boys for a fourth season. Vernon Sanders, head of global television at Amazon Studios, said, quote, from our first conversation with Eric Kripke and the creative team about season three of the boys, we knew the show was continuing to get even bolder. An impressive feat considering the wild success of the Emmy-nominated second season. This stylized world of the series has incredible global reach and the viewership for opening weekend is proof of that. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, we're racing towards the extinction of our species. We not only lack dominion over nature, we're subordinate to it. 